Good day everybody and welcome to Astronomy Daily for the 19th of May 2023. My name is Tim Gibbs and I will be your host for today. Hi Tim, let's get started with today's space news headlines. There's a lot going on out there. SpaceX is gearing up for another test of its giant Starship vehicle. The company rolled out Ship 25, the latest Starship upper stage prototype, to a suborbital pad at its Starbase site in South Texas early Thursday morning. SpaceX will conduct a static fire test of Ship 25's six Raptor engines on the pad. Company representatives have said static fires are a common preflight test in which the vehicle's engines are briefly lit while it remains anchored to the ground. Starship consists of a giant first-stage booster known as Super Heavy and the 165-foot-tall upper stage, called Starship, both of which are designed to be fully reusable. SpaceX envisions the vehicle, taking people and cargo to the moon and Mars and taking over most, if not all, of the company's other spaceflight activities over the long haul. A fully stacked Starship has flown just once. The highly anticipated flight, which launched on April 20 from Starbase, involved the Booster 7 Heavy prototype and the Ship 24 upper stage. The goal was to send Ship 24 most of the way around the planet with a return to Earth in the Pacific Ocean near Hawaii. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Booster 7 and the Ship 24 failed to separate from each other as planned and SpaceX commanded the vehicle's destruction, high over the Gulf of Mexico a few minutes into the flight. In other SpaceX news, the company is targeting Friday, May the 19th for the launch of the Iridium-1 web mission to low Earth orbit from the Space Launch Complex at the Vandenberg Space Force Base in California. A backup launch opportunity is available on Saturday, May 20th. The Falcon 9 first-stage booster supporting this mission previously launched Sentinel-6 Dart Transporter 7 and 7 Starlink missions. After stage separation, the first stage will land on the Of Course I Still Love You drone ship which will be stationed in the Pacific Ocean. A Chinese aerial remote sensing system has obtained effective mountain glacier detection data through an ongoing combined detection experiment. The Chinese Academy of Sciences and Wuhan University are conducting a sky-to-ground scientific experiment to test the condition of glaciers in the Hebei Tibetan Autonomous Prefecture in northwest China's Qinghai Province. The experiment has applied radars in three bands, P-band, L-band and VHF and undertaken 11 flights, among which seven carried out tomography and interferometric imaging, and four conductive perspective imaging. A total of 4.6 terabytes of valid data has been obtained. Using Integral and Swift spacecraft, European astronomers have observed an unidentified X-ray source known as XTEJ 1-9-0-6 plus 090. Results of the observational campaign presented on May the 11th on the archive preprint server, suggest that this source belongs to the small and rare group of persistent low-luminosity B X-ray binaries. X-ray binaries are composed of a normal star or a white dwarf, transferring mass onto a compact neutron star or black hole. Based on the mass of the companion star, astronomers divide them into low-mass X-ray binaries and high-mass X-ray binaries. Of special interest are the BX-ray binaries, a subclass of high X-ray binaries in which the optical star is a dwarf, a subgiant or OBE star. Studying X-ray outbursts from BEX 
RBS could be essential in order to improve our understanding of the nature of X-ray binaries in their behavior. China launched a satellite for its Baidu navigation system on Tuesday, May 16, the first time it has done so in three years. The Baidu satellite lifted off atop a Long March 3B rocket from the Zhangzhou Satellite Launch Center in southwest China's Xinjiu province, on Tuesday at 10.49 p.m. local time. The spacecraft is the 56th Baidu satellite China has launched to date and the first to take flight since June 2020. The newly launched satellite is bound for geostationary orbit about 22,220 miles above the Earth. And that's the news headlines for today, Tim. The Astronomy Daily Podcast. An unexpected effect sighted in supernova wreckage may be caused by a highly magnetized neutron star, or magnetar, and quantum activity never seen before. Like all neutron stars, magnetars from which massive stars end their lives in a collapse also triggers a massive supernova explosion. The matter that comprises neutron stars is so dense that a sugar cube of it would weigh over a billion tonnes on Earth. The magnetic fields around these stars' rem star remnants are the most powerful in the known universe, often 100 trillion times stronger than that of our planet. As such, neutron stars and magnetars represent the most extreme celestial objects. The investigation of them is vital to better understand the universe. A new study published on April the 19th in the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Silence examines the remnants surrounding the supernova leftovers of Cassiopeia A. The explosion was visible to Earth 340 years ago. Astronomers have always suspected that mag magnetars would generate highly polarized X-rays around them, meaning that the electronic fields of the magnetar's radiation vibrates in a preferred direction. But scientists were surprised in 2022 when data collected by NASA's Imaging X-ray Polar Imagery Explorer satellite, which launched the year before, showed polarization may depend on energy. IXPE information suggested that may be the case after looking at X-rays in the supernova remnant of Cassiopeia A surrounding the uh, magnetar 4U0142-61, located 13,000 light-years away. As the first ever measurement of the polarization of X-rays around a magnetar, the IXPE observations showed that the lower-energy X-rays were polarized at 180 degrees to the high-energy X-rays. Both energetic ray sets were orientated at 90 degrees to the electromagnetic field of the magnetar. The Astronomy Daily Podcast. So, uh, Hallie did send me one of her dad jokes earlier on. So, over to you, Hallie, for your dad joke. Okay, you asked for it. Please don't groan too much. Why did the astronaut bring a telescope to the party? Because he wanted to a planet himself right in the middle of the fun. <laughs> yes, Hallie, I really do have nothing to say about your terrible jokes. Uh, that's the end of today's episode. My name is Tim Gibbs. I've been your host for today. Uh, over to you, Steve, on Monday for uh, Monday's edition. Astronomy Daily is presented by myself, Tim Gibbs, Andrew Dunkley and Steve Dunkley. You can find more about the uh, podcast on spacenuts.io and bytes.com. Thank you very much. See you again next time. <laughs>